Beautiful. That's what comes to mind when we think about our human design and we're progressively exposed to the perfection of God's original design. Our lives begin to reflect that beauty. Your life is His design and His design is beautiful. Thank you for engaging with us as we are about to be further exposed to the beauty of His design as we look into the world to see Jesus. Seven and eight. All right, let's read together. One to go. Let's read again with God stowed together. One, two, ready. Go. For also every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Verse 8. Wherefore, Wherefore he said, When he ascended up on high, he left captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. He gave gifts unto men. All right, let's do 1 Corinthians chapter number 12. And verse 7, 1 Corinthians chapter number 12, and verse 7. Let's read together. One to go. Hallelujah. All right. Are you excited to be here? Yes. Glory to God. Are you excited to be here? Yes. Let's give the Lord a shout of praise. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Amen. I want us to take um, the book of Romans, chapter number 8. In verse, let's take Romans 8 and we'll read from verse 6. read verse 6 and we'll read verse 14 verse 6 and verse 14 let's read together one to go Verse 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. You know, people have said things like, if you're not being led by the Spirit, then you are not the Son of God. That's not true. Okay? But being led by the Spirit is one of the ways you make proof that you are the Son of God. Do you see what I'm saying? Um, it's just like, okay, 
Let me put it like this. So if a lady cannot give birth, if a lady cannot get pregnant, does it mean she's not a lady? But one of the signs that you're a lady is that you get pregnant. Do you see what I'm saying? I don't know if that, if that works. So you can be the son of God, you can be a child of God, and not be led by the Spirit. It doesn't mean you're not a child of God. But the proof, one of the ways of taking advantage of your sonship is that you are led. Hallelujah. Let's read one last one. I just want to put all these thoughts before you. 1 Corinthians 2 and verse 14. 1 Corinthians chapter number 2 and verse 14. All right, it's there on the screen. Let's read together. We want to go. You know, that word, judgeth all things, actually means, you know, when he says judgeth, it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean you are judging something. It means to make decision. It means that you make a decision about something and your judgment is correct. You see, your decision making is accurate, is correct. And when it says you're judged of no man, what it means is that you're not found wanting. Hallelujah. In all things, you're not found wanting. So we're gonna have a great time this morning. How many of you are ready? How many of you are ready? Let's go back to Ephesians chapter number four. I just put some of these things before you so that you just have them. Ephesians chapter number four, let's start to teach out of here. So this episode is what? All right, gifts and boxes. Now, I'm sure you've heard the statement, don't put yourself in a box. Don't put yourself in a box. Get out of the box. Or there is a box that is good to put yourself in. All right. Um, so when we speak about box, according to the context of this episode, we are speaking about box as to mean to come under an influence. Like, for example, you're in this room, you're boxed into this room, and you're under the influence of this room. If there's a fragrance in this room, you're under that influence. So there are good boxes to be in. And when we talk about putting yourself in a box, we are talking about being under the influence of the Spirit. All right? And that influence can be prosperity. That's a good box to be in. That influence can be wealth. That's a good box to be in. That influence can be wisdom. Amen? That's a good box to be in. You don't want to break out of the box of wisdom. <laughs> You've broken out into, into, into non-entity-ness. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? So it's a good box. To, have, to be in the box, to be in an atmosphere where you're constantly led, constantly inspired, constantly have um, prophetic words coming to you. That's by the Spirit. And let me tell you, you know, this, um, this teaching series, if everybody here develops themselves in all of these things, 
that I am letting you know is available to you as a person. You'll be a better person, a better husband, a better businessman, a better leader, a better everything. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because by the Spirit, you know how to move. You know when to invest. You know when to pull out. Why is it only you that your money crashes in all the investment? Only you. <laughs> and you're led by the Spirit. You have the Spirit of God. It's time for the ability of the Spirit to move beyond religion to become an experience. Can we say amen? amen. So, having said that, we're talking about being boxed in the atmosphere under the influence of the presence of God. So we are talking about gifts and boxes. The fact that God has, that the Holy Spirit has a plethora of things that he has made available for you in Christ Jesus. These are the influences, the many boxes. And then we're talking about the gifts, not just one, but gifts. Okay, so imagine if you are perpetually in the box of wisdom. In the box of revelation knowledge. In the box of faith. In the, I mean, that's a good box to be, to always have faith. In the box of the gifts of walking miracles. So it means that in this box, where you live, on this ground where you stand, there is always room for a miracle. Are you hearing what I'm saying? To be in the box, I'm not talking about positive thinking. I'm talking about faith-filled realities. To be in the box of revelation knowledge. To be in the box of words of wisdom, words of knowledge. To be in the box of healing. Amen. To be able to dispense healing to your world. So I have many things to show you today. <clears throat> and you're going to have a great time. So write this down. We are eternally boxed into a profitable experience. Remember that the Bible says that the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man for their profiting. The manifestation of the Spirit is given to you for your profiting. You know, interestingly, many people's Holy Spirit is given to them for their condemnation, for their judgment. How do you profit out of condemnation? How do you profit out of judgment? You profit out of out of inspiration. You profit out of revelation knowledge. You profit as the gifts of the Spirit are available to you. Can we say amen? amen? Now, let's read this together. Want to go? We started from here last week. By the way, if you're just joining us, this is the Love Walked Here series. And we are talking about the fact that love walked here, the love of Jesus, the love of God, walked on this planet as an incarnated Christ. Okay, to bring you, listen, the essence, you know, we say Jesus is the reason for the season. Jesus is the reason for the season. You see, that reason for the season should go beyond chicken and rice. Amen? Amen. It should go beyond vacation. And look, if you know me, I'm the chilling pastor. Vacation is important. Rice and chicken is important. Salad is important. New dresses are important. The beach is important. You know, your photo shoots matching PJs is important. Okay? But, I mean, even buying bread is important. <laughs> I didn't look at anybody. And some of you, why are you people like this? You know? It's important. But, there is, there is more. Hallelujah. There is more. And the believer must be told that there is more. 
And the believer must set up themselves to experience more. Walking in this thing for six months can make you a millionaire. In the reality of it. Like just living in the reality of it. If we tell you that God did not design your life to be hard, it's because he gave you an advantage. You know road. I get what I'm saying. Let me say that again. If I tell you that God did not design your life to be hard, it's because he put GPS system. He gave you an advantage. He's called the helper. He's called the Holy Ghost. He actually did give you an advantage. And if you listen to him, if you train yourself to listen to him, he'll make you a genius. Do you know how important Daniel was in his day? Do you, do you, can, how many of you can imagine? Can you, can you as a leader say, Daniel, just get out of here, Joe. I don't need you. <laughs> what? <laughs> you are finished. <laughs> or Joseph. You know how, just, how important Joseph was to Pharaoh at the time? You know, that's how many of you are to your bosses. Hey, say amen now. Amen. And some of you don't like bosses, so fire them. That's how many of you are to your nation. That, that's how many of you are to your world. They need you. Hallelujah. They need the wisdom in your mouth. They need the wisdom that God has. So if you stand there and say, me, me, I'm a nobody, and you begin to cry, how? Praise God forevermore. So, but unto everyone, I wish we could highlight everyone. Unto everyone. Now, you know, I like the way scripture is written because he doesn't, he doesn't refer to McQueen's past. Okay, everyone but people like McQueen because he's wearing a hat. Everyone, you know, but people like McQueen because he didn't go to the right school, you see. The kind of things you use to cancel people out, it's not the things. God doesn't cancel anybody. Yeah, this one cannot join our clique because he didn't go to our, he didn't go to Corona. You know, he didn't go to Corona. He didn't go to, you know, Vivian Fowler. So when Vivian Fowler, when real people are talking, you shouldn't talk. No, everyone. But unto every one of us is giving grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Unto you is giving grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. And I told you last week that that measure is not according to the portion that they distributed for you and those of you who grew up in, in, in the house where they gave people food according to age <laughs> hey god some of you are just some of you are some of you are just looking just look straight i'm not talking about your house <laughs> so the older person gets more maybe two meats or three then the other gets lesser and then the other gets lesser so you know your position in the family by the by the size of your food. So it's not that kind of apportionment. It's actually talking about the measure of the gift of Christ. In other words, how was Christ giving? That's how grace has been giving. That's how this gift has been giving. And the last time I checked, Christ was giving without holding back. So grace was also giving. These grace gifts has been given to everyone, meaning everyone qualifies, including you who's hearing me now, who has had a very interesting past. Everyone qualifies. And this is something religion will never tell you. Religion will never tell you that you qualify. Religion will tell you, oh, no, you, you have to measure up. You have to do something to qualify. You know, it's like this. 
Some of you have played video games and then you're, you're touching something, you just touch something, and then something happens on the screen. Especially Mortal Kombat. You just you are touching, you're just touching the pad and things are moving. That's not the way God designed you to live your life. Just be touching, touching, and things just be happening. But you don't know how to. No, God, God designed you to be able to replicate victories. Wow. That is, you do it here, it works. The same way, that's the, the same anointing that was on Isaac, where he dug the first well. He knew what would come out. They strove for it. He left it and repeated the victory. And he knew what came out of it. He left it and repeated it. You are not an accident. And guess what? Your victories are also not an accident. You understand? Your progresses are not an accident. That's why you have the Holy Ghost. It's an advantage. You can replicate victories. That is, if you functioned in wisdom in this area, you can come here again and believe that the same wisdom will function out of you. You're not a chance child. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You're not a chance child. You're not, oh, on some days I am up. On other days I am down. No, on every day you are up. Hallelujah. The Bible says that the one who is in you, the one who is in you is greater than he that is in this world. Meaning, God is not looking at you, do you understand, to determine how strong you are. He's looking at the one who is in you. And every one of us got that gift. Can you say, I got it? Now look at verse 8. Let's look at verse 8. Glory to God forevermore. It says, Wherefore he said, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. I asked you last week, are you a man? Yes, sir. Are you a human? Yes, sir. <laughs> are you a human? Yes, sir. Then did he give gifts? Hello? Did he give gifts to you? Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Are you one of those that he gave gifts to? Yes, Do you think that, that Jesus has selective distribution? No. He distributes to certain people because they are of a certain color. Look, you have to be grounded in this. Hallelujah. Praise God, Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. And then if you are with us on Wednesday, I talked about, and I think you should just put that scripture on the, on, on the screen. The book of Isaiah 31, I believe. Isaiah 32 and verse 15. Just put it on the screen. I want to show you something. This is actually in sync with where I'm going. Isaiah, let's read it once ago. Now, if you, when you go home, this is for you to just go and do on your own. When you go home, read the preceding verse. And then you see chaos, 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 chaos. Things are scattered, 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 scattered. Chaos everywhere, chaos everywhere. Until the Spirit is poured upon us from on high. Now on the day of Pentecost, the Spirit was poured upon us from on high. In the last day, the book of Joel. In the last day, I will pour out my Spirit. Now remember what it says. I will pour out. Do you understand? You know when you're pouring something, it's without measure. You're pouring it out. I will pour out of my spirit. I will empty the jar upon all flesh. All flesh. It didn't say all good flesh. I'll pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall do what? Shall prophesy. You see what I'm saying? Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. These are gifts of the Spirit. 
I'll pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. He didn't say all black flesh or all Hispanic flesh. He says all flesh. And if you are, if you are an all flesh, then your, the spirit of God has been poured out upon you. You see, we have to agree whether certain things have happened or not. So that the Bible is not just a storybook. You've got to agree whether certain things have happened or not. Are you an all flesh? Yes. I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. So now, now that the spirit is poured out upon all flesh, it's now time for sons and daughters to do what the Bible says they will do. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Are you getting what I'm saying? When you, when you go old, you're going, to, you're going to dream dreams. And I've told you that dreaming dreams is not sitting on a rocking chair and then thinking about how good the past was. No. Oh, that's, that's what I was told when we were growing up in church. You know, the old man would sit down and say, oh, yesteryear. No, the good old days. No. To dream a dream. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, dear Lord Jesus. Oh, thank you. Where did you get the idea that dream has to be from the past? The people who dreamt dreams, when, when, when Pharaoh dreamt a dream, what was the essence of the dream? Was he not for the future? Was he not to give people direction? So even when you're old, you're not, you're not, you're not getting ready to check out. You know, some of, some of our fathers and parents, you know, they're getting ready to check out. They believe life has happened to them. So they're getting ready to check out. At 85, you're still dreaming dreams. I get what I'm saying. You're still dreaming dreams. You're still a dream is simply possibilities. Vision of possibilities. So your mind is still locked onto possibilities. I get what I'm saying. When some people are you know, some people have stayed in certain, maybe you've lived in the city and all of that. And then I mean, if, if that's what you want, good fortune to you. You understand? You've lived in a city, maybe you lived in London or something, you've lived in a city, and then you want to retire back in your village. What kind of thinking is that? You say, if, just, if you just leave me now, I'll just retire in my village. In the morning, I'll just pick mango, pick this one. Very chilled life. Very, what's, what's that? <laughs> Do you understand? As, you, as, a, as an old man, if the spirit has been poured out upon you, as an old man, in other words, as you've advanced in age, there's still more to be done. I don't believe any believer should retire. I believe until the day Jesus takes you home, you should be active. Hallelujah. You should be active in service. Until the day Jesus takes you home, active in service. Doing the will of the Father. I get what I'm saying. There's no retirement. And it's not because people want to hold on to office. It's because we are making foolproof of the power of God upon our lives. For Caleb was 85 when he said, give me this mountain. It wasn't greed. It was vision. It was, it was, do you understand? It was a man who knew the ability of the father. I'm telling you this because let people not tell you life happened to me. So now, you know, when people say there are things that don't move me anymore. Check, oh. Sometimes it's depression that is talking. Uh, I've, I've, I've learned, the, the older you get, the more you just choose your battles. Check. <laughs> they packed up. Can you say amen? amen? Say this with me. I am born of the Spirit. I am born of the Spirit. Now it says, until, I, I have something beautiful to tell you today, but just follow me. Until the Spirit is poured upon us from on high, and the wilderness... Be a fruitful field. 
and the fruitful field be counted for a forest. Meaning, everything changes when the Spirit is poured out upon us from on high. Now, follow the progression. The Spirit is poured out, then wilderness. Actually, if you were in service on Wednesday, I, I did a very powerful conversation on this. This word, how many of you would believe that this word wilderness means your mouth? Mouth. The Bible says that much food lies in the fallow ground of the poor. I guess what I'm saying. Much food lies in the fallow ground of the poor. And the poor is first poor because they don't talk. So according to God's balance, wilderness is not when you don't have anything in your bank account. Wilderness is when you don't have God's word in your mouth. You set up yourself for a dry life. When your, your mouth is bereft, is dry of God's word. <laughs> that is, that, you know, I was shocked. When I, when I checked the Hebrew meaning of the word wilderness, I was shocked that it meant mouth, organ, like the mouth. So the key, follow me, the key to fruitfulness is in your mouth. Hello? First, you get the revelation knowledge that the gift has been given to you. Grace gift to every man. You are every man. The gift has been given to you. Then the second, you start to use your mouth to bring the fruitfulness you want to see into your life. So wilderness is, the, a wilderness situation is mouth that is bereft of God's word. Hello? So it says, until the spirit be poured out of them. Now let me ask you a question. Why is it important? Listen, listen, look at the connection. Why is it important that the spirit be poured out from on high before people are bold to speak? Because without the spirit being poured out from on high, people will be overwhelmed. I get what I'm saying. What you will speak is reality. For example, Peter will speak reality that he's afraid. That's why a little girl came to harass him and he yielded. What you speak is simply reality. In no day, in no day. There's no light, there's no light. That's what you speak. Until the spirit touches your tongue. Then what's going to happen? You start to speak spirit-inspired words. This is the very reason why we pray in the Holy Ghost. There would, listen, let me tell you, without the outpouring of the Spirit on the day of Pentecost, there would have been no Peter speaking boldly, yes, sir. and there, there, there would have been no 3,000 people saved. Yes, no, follow the trajectory. It wouldn't have happened. Yes, it was because the same Peter, prior to this moment, was a shy, timid guy. He was afraid. But when the Holy Ghost came, there was boldness. He began to speak. So follow the process. Don't just, you know, here's what, look at me, everybody. Here's what some people do. They just be talking. They just be talking. They just be talking. It's good. But that can rank into positive confession. When you get drunk, talk. That's why some of you don't realize why it's important to spend a protracted time praying in the Holy Ghost. I don't need to prove to you. Science has already done it. That there are studies, just go and Google. There are studies to show that when people pray in the Spirit, the frontal lobe expands. Scientifically, not, I'm not telling you what I think. Scientifically, your frontal lobe begins to expand. They've done an experiment. And all of a sudden, your logic is suspended. Then a higher reasoning shows up. This is science. I'm not talking about 
I'm not talking about scripture. See, I'm talking about science. That's exactly how um, Peter, who could not talk to a little girl, can now stand in front of 3,000 people. Go and try it. Some of you see people in, at the experience, see them over thousands of people. Some people will show up there and collapse, but for the Spirit. In my university, I'm not going to mention the name of the artist. He came, and I heard for the I'm not going to mention his name because it doesn't, doesn't matter. And I heard that he has to be high on something before it goes up. I get what I'm saying. So when we tell you, come, let's pray in the Holy Ghost for a bit, we're not trying to, we're not trying to make it feel good that we are, we are Christians. We're not trying. It's nothing. We're just showing that this is the process to get high so that we can talk. Because on, with your normal eye, you might not be able to say some things. And when you say them, you'll still be afraid. There's that logic of, you know, imbalance. Should that, you know, there's just that. And the Bible says of that, that the double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. That, that, kind, that kind of person cannot receive of the things of the Spirit. So we get high to speak high. Hello? We get high to speak high. I guess what I'm saying. We get high to talk high. And not high on meth, not high on ice, not high on all those things. We get high on the Holy Ghost. Amen? Amen. Glory to God forevermore. So the wilderness here is your mouth. So what does it mean? You can use your mouth under the influence of the Spirit to bring yourself into fruitfulness. Brothers and sisters, in this time and season, this is the gift of the Holy Ghost. And I tell you something, some of you may not realize, but let me just share it with you very briefly. There are two things the enemy is after for today. Okay? Two things. The enemy is after your health, is after your finances. Check. Go and check. It's always a connection. Is it, is it a surprise, therefore, that we are just coming out of a pandemic that really bothered on people's health? Now we've entered a recession, finances. Has it dawned on you what, what the enemy is after? Health, people were dying. COVID, 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 COVID. We just came out of that. We're trying to breathe. Recession. Meaning you as a believer, there's something you must know so that you're not participating in this. Can we say amen? amen. All right. Now let's go to the book of Acts, chapter number 3, from verse 6. Oh, this is good stuff. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. Now, let's read together. Want to go? Hey, God, church, let's read together in concert. Together. Want to go? Hallelujah. So he said, silver and gold I do not have, but such as I have give I unto you, meaning the believer must come to a place where they agree that they have. Amen. Hello, church. Such as I have, yeah, I don't have. 
I don't have, I don't have the gifts of Jesus. Now let me tell you, what was it that he said he did not have? Silver and gold. Earthly stuff. What was the thing he agreed he had? Spiritual gifts. The ability to work a miracle. He agreed that he has. Now, before we go to him agreeing that we had, that he had, what other thing happened? What was the thing that happened that is different from what has happened to you? Did Jesus have a special miracle service? Hello? Where he gave Peter something. He have a special miracle service. What happened? He received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. The same gift that was poured out on all flesh was poured out on Peter. And then he started to agree with his mouth, which is the wilderness conversation. You agree with your mouth that I have, and you see it happen. You, you keep saying, I don't, have, I don't have any gift. I don't have any gift. I'm nothing. I'm nothing. That's why it's not happening. This meeting was not a special meeting. It was, there was no Holy Ghost service. It was Peter walking into the temple, strolling on an afternoon, hot afternoon or hot morning, strolling and just walking into a place. And then he saw a need in the environment. And he said, ah, no, I have, I have. In this case, we don't say silver and gold. We do not have. We have all of them. We have silver and gold. Because whatever we say we have, we have. So we have silver and gold, and we also have the power of God. But we must agree that we have. I get what I'm saying. Gift has been given to you. At some point, agree that you have. No flow will happen if you don't agree you have. Nothing. Hello, church. Can you hear what I'm saying? Has the gift been given to everybody? Yes, sir. Agree that you have. In fact, be bold about it. I have. Let it look like pride to people who don't understand. No problem. I'm not trying to show off. I have. I prophesy in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I walk miracles in the name of Jesus. I have. The gift of wisdom is at work in me. I have. The word of knowledge is at work in me. I have. The gift of faith is at work in me. I have. I walk miracles. Hallelujah. I have. See, let me ask you a question. I, I asked somebody this, so, and I want to ask you. You see, because sometimes Christians are quick to give up. Right now, as you are, are you intentionally pursuing a an increase in your finances as you are are you intentionally going after okay first let me ask you do you desire an increase in your finances are you intentionally going after it even if you're not intentionally going at at least you have plans to go after it you have plans to keep going after it until you get there will you stop even if you're 80 thank god you get there before 80. amen Amen. amen but if a person gets to 80 do they stop no 90 do they stop Okay, if you're walking the world and 25 has not worked, why do you stop? Hi. But you have not stopped. Are you getting what I'm saying? You have not stopped on your goals for your, fin- for your money. You are chasing it until you are 90. You are chasing that, you know. But the moment you try, two weeks, and it looks like it's not so-called working, you give up. Is it a goal to you? Hi. Is it a need? Is it something that must be expressed in the earth? Why stop? And let me ask you another question. Is it tangibly made available? Is it legitimately paid for? Why are you stopping? Why are you stopping? These are the enemy tricks many people. But if you ask them, they don't stop all those goals that they want. Even 45 years, they are still following it. This is available. Amen. Amen. Say it's available. Amen. And say it's available to me. 
You understand? So I won't stop. I, I don't see it happen the first time. I go at it again. Speak God's word. Declare God's word. Believe God's word. Hallelujah. It's a goal. It's a dream. And let me tell you, beyond it being a goal, beyond it being a dream, I have it now. Silver and gold, I have. And then such as I have, I have. <laughs> Hallelujah. And I agree that I have. That's where it starts from, brothers and sisters. Every journey in the supernatural starts with you agreeing. See, every manifestation of the gift of the Spirit starts with you agreeing that you have. See, eh, even when they call you, like I'll call you in some of these meetings, I'll call you to prophesy, I'll call you and say prophesy to your neighbor. Give him accurate word of knowledge, I'll tell you. As your heart is shaking, do it. As you're about peeing on you, do it, oh. Do it, oh. Stay there, stay there, you have it. You know, do you know the interesting thing about this conversation? I, I thought about it. I meditated on it. I meditated on it over and over again. It wasn't a miracle service. It was not a healing meeting. I get what I'm saying. There was nothing special going on. Two guys were just walking and they saw a need and they agreed they have. Guess what? You see that Peter went to go and pray 40 hours before he came back. He just said, I have, I have. I get what I'm saying. I have. I know I have. <laughs> you see this thing I'm telling you. Some of you, you're walking on the road. I'm telling you, you have license. You're walking on the road. Go to a crippled man. Say, in the name of Jesus, rise up. Forget, you see, forget, listen to me. Forget about yourself. Let me ask you, if that crippled man rises up, will you take the glory? No, sir. Hello, church. If the crippled man rises up, will you take the glory? So why are you taking the shame that he didn't rise? Why is, this, why is it your shame that he did not rise? Why is it your shame? If it's not going to be your glory that he rose, why is it your shame that he did not rise? People are crippled by the th these things are available to you. But they are crippled by what they think people will think, what they think people will say, and as a result, they are not working in the miraculous. My friend, let me ask you a question. Are you bothered about what people will say, or do you want to see the miraculous? You know, you can be in another meeting now and somebody will be telling you, you've not given your all. Oh, your all. You've not laid it on the altar. Do you know the personality of Philip? This Peter here. Do you know his personality? He was still denying some things, so, as he was going along the journey. And let me ask you a question. Let me tell you something. And I just want to say this to you to edify you. Amen? Some of you who think you've read, how many of you have read God's Generals? I'm, I'm going to say two things about it. There's, there is a class of people who think that for you to be used of God mightily, you have to flop or you have to fail. You don't have to. Oh, say amen. amen. In other words, of what, of what benefit? See, do you know that the only chronicle that we have right now of people used mightily of God were people who failed, at, who failed God at the end? Why would you want that kind of gift? <laughs> Hello. Hey, look at me, everybody. What they've put together now as people who did great things, mighty things, it ends up in their failure. That's the only book you have read, God's Generals. You think if your, if your mom gave birth to a wise person, will you want the gift? Will you want it, Mr. Mark? Will you want that gift that when you know you will eventually fail God? You won't want it now. My dear, you don't have to fail God. The end doesn't have to be bad. I get what I'm saying. Go for the gift. The end doesn't have to be bad. 
you won't fail God. You won't fail God. You will do him proud. He will say, this is my beloved son. I am well pleased. This is my beloved daughter. I am well pleased. You are not going to fail him. <laughs> and we say amen. amen. Say, I have the gifts of the Spirit. So say this with me. Such as I have. Say it again. Say, such as I have. Say with boldness. Say, such as I have. Did I show you last week that it has been given to you? And say it now with boldness. Say, such as I have. So how do we walk this? You're in the office. Somebody is confused. Just pray in other tongues under your breath. And by the Spirit, speak words to them. Yes, you see. You were right. And let me tell you, if you're afraid of making mistakes, you will never walk in the miraculous. <laughs> Amen? You will never walk in the miraculous. Ah, and what if I say the wrong thing? You correct yourself and say it again. Oh, why are these people looking at me like this? You say the wrong thing. You, you, go to, you walk up to somebody and say, I, I sense you have a back pain. You say, no, I don't have back pain. <laughs> Guess what? You know, typical believer, typical believer. Eh? Um, uh, not be me, I beg. It's so bad. Typical believer, that's the, that's the last time they will walk in word of knowledge. The last day. I sense you are feeling a headache now. No headache. Oh. oh no, the headache is for tomorrow. I have no idea. <laughs> the guy will just come and say, God forbid. I will like keep embarrassing myself like this. Forever locked up. My dear, part of <laughs> you're laughing. <laughs> it's very funny, isn't it? Part of a child getting to work is falling. But that you fall does not mean you should stop walking. Get up and walk again. The power of God is available to you. The glory of God is upon your life. Gifts were given to you. And this world needs those gifts. So what if you fail? You fail, so what? You tried the first time, it didn't work. Do it again. I say that's how you know that you know you have it. Oh, maybe I was just wrong. Maybe I was not. Do you understand? And we can be wrong. Don't, it's not you you're magnifying, it's the Holy Ghost. It's not you on display, it's the Holy Ghost. He just embodies you and manifests himself through you. So make it easy for him. Stop disqualifying yourself. Stop talking down on yourself. Now, 15 words of knowledge. You have not given to anybody because of the first one you failed in. And now, you know how this thing works? <laughs> NK, you know how this thing works? If you lock it up for others, it's locked up for you too. Yeah. So you too, when you need it, nothing. Because why you think you're not qualified to release it. Say, I have. I have. You see this boldness, such as we have. <laughs> such as I have. You know, you know, you, let me tell you what some people's trajectory will be. This is the, the crippled man. Here they are. You know, such as the Holy Ghost has given to me. Now let's worship him. Let's worship him. Spend some time to worship this Holy Ghost who gave it to me. Miracle is waiting. Now they stay another two hours. They are whining. Like locomotive engine. They are whining. 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 Then when they finish whining, they now turn. And I'm ready. <laughs> you understand? I'm ready now. 
There was no prayer meeting. There was nothing. Imagine that when Jesus wanted to feed 5,000, he said, guys, wait a bit. I'm going for two days fasting. Then he enters the house and starts fasting and praying for two days. These people will die of hunger by the time. I have, I have, I have, I have. Do you understand? It does not depend on how long I have prayed. It depends on the fact that I have believed that I have. Let me tell you, if we even use human psychology, if you start to tell yourself you have depression, you have depression, you have depression, long enough you'll be depressed. Your body is trained to follow what you are saying to it. Do you understand what I'm saying? So if you say such as I have, I have the gift of the spirit. I have words of wisdom. It's at work in me at all times. Even if you wake me up from sleep, I have wisdom. (laughs) Such as I have. Say it again. Say such as I have. Hallelujah. Now, guess what? Let me show you another thing, you know, because this is important. This man at the gate called Beautiful, if he had not met Peter, he would remain at that gate. There are some people that, if they don't meet you, now they've met you and you're denying what you have. Why? They've met you. You're denying what you have. Let's hear, for all of you listening to me, the day a person meets you with depression, let that be the last day. And you've got to believe that he's at work in you. The day a person meets you with a deliberating illness, with cancer, with high blood pressure, let that be their last day. And you've got to agree that he's at work in you, such as I have, such as I have, such as I have. And I'm able to give it unto you. Praise God forevermore. Say, such as I have. Glory to God forevermore. I want you to say, I have. Let's look at Acts 27 and verse 10. We'll just read that one very quickly. And I'll just touch on some of these gifts. Acts 27. I want to touch on at least one today. So, by the way, let me also tell you what boxes are. Boxes, write this down, please. Boxes are the influence or atmosphere of the spirit that one has to remain in. The influence or atmosphere of the, of the spirit that one has to remain in. Don't break that box. Don't come out of that box. Stay in that box very well. Eh? The influence of the spirit, stay there. Don't think out of the box. <laughs> Don't think out of the spirit's box. Stay in that box very well. Hallelujah. For the Holy Ghost is already an out-of-the-box thinker. Amen? Do you understand? The Holy Ghost is already out of the box. So stay in his box. He will bring you out of the box. Do you understand? He's already an out-of-the-box thinker. That's why he's not looking for... Um, he's not looking for Keno to walk on the... To part the Red Sea. I guess what I'm saying. He's already out of the box. Five loaves, two fish, five thousand. That's out of the box. You understand? Seven years of plenty that will keep everybody until the famine is over. That's out of the box. Pillar of cloud by day, pillar of fire by yeah, pillar of yeah, yeah, that's out of the box. I get what I'm saying. Quail, quail flying from three days' journey to come and feed the needs of people. That's out of the box. It's pretty out of the box. So you don't need to help him. Stay in his box. Glory to God. Give the Lord a shout of praise. 
So this is Paul. This is Paul. Let's look at what he says. Let's read together. I want to go. Now read it again, one to go. And he said unto them, Sirs, I perceive that this voyage will be with hurt and much damage, not only of the lady and sheep, but also of our lives. Continue, continue, continue. Verse 11. Nevertheless, You see, you see centurion. You see this centurion. It's a problem, man. Paul said, I perceive. Say, I beg. Perceiver. I beg. Just listen to the owner. His employer. Yeah, let's listen. Let's continue. Continue. Verse 12. And because. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Continue. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Continue. Continue. But not long after. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, verse 15. And when, uh huh, let's read together, guys. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. And we being exceedingly tossed with a tempest, the next day he lighting the sheep. And the, and the continue. And the third day we got out in our own hands the tackling of the sheep. Mm-hmm. And when neither sun nor stars in many days appeared, mm-hmm. and no small tempest lay on us, mm-hmm. all hope that we should be saved was deadly in the way. Yeah. Hmm. Continue. And now I exhort you to be of good cheer, for there shall be no loss of any man in life among you, for they stood by me this night with the angel of God, who I am and who I have saying, Fear not, Paul, thou must be brought. Uh-huh. For I what? Kabaya. This is how to walk in the miraculous. I believe God. This is how to release the supernatural. I believe God. Let's continue. That's not even where I'm going. 
that it shall... No, no, go back. We have not finished. For I believe God that it shall be even as it was told me. Howbeit, we must be cast upon a certain island. Now, let's read verse... I believe verse... Um, Let's read verse 44 together. No, before verse 44, I, I want us to read ahead. Verse, let's read from verse 34 to 37. Let's do that and then we'll be done. 34 to 37. Wherefore I pray you to take some meat, for this is for your health. For there shall not an hair fall. From the head of any of you. When he had thus spoken, he took bread and gave thanks to God in the presence of them all. And when he had broken it, he began to eat. Verse 36. Then of good cheer, and they also took some meat. Verse 37. And we were in all, uh huh, 200, three score and six. You know, I like the fact that it says. They were this number of souls. So if you do the math, there were 276 people on that ship. None of them died because of Paul's word of knowledge. He said, I told you people should have listened to me. <laughs> you wouldn't hear. I told you. And then because of what had happened, they refused to eat for days. So Paul now said, be of good cheer. Eat, eat, eat. Don't worry, nobody's going to die. I guess what I'm saying. 276 people owed, hello church, look up at me. 276 people owed their lives to Paul's walking in the, the gifts of the Spirit. Don't joke with this stuff. Hello? Hello? 276 people owed their lives to Paul's ability to perceive. What was going to happen? I told you now that you see, imagine Paul just went, ah, let's go. Ooh, ah, 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 ah. Mm, mm, mm. Mm -mm. <laughs> let's go back. Let's go back. And you know, when you receive those checks like that, don't try to understand it. Go back. I <laughs> guess what I'm saying. And some, some, it's not always danger that is saving you from. You are just using this as an analogy. But it's not always danger. Sometimes that check is, do it now, now. I get what I'm saying? But you must agree that you have it. In this case, 276 people were tied to Paul's release of the supernatural gifts. So imagine Paul was saying, even me, I don't even know. I don't even know whether, I don't even know. Him and all of them would have died. And God would have still been good. <laughs> Let me talk to these people. And God would have still been good. Yes, Let me talk to these ones. And God would have still been good. Yes, you know, Paul said, to live is Christ, to die is my gain. Mm -hmm. So if he checks out, he's, he's off to rest. God would have still been good. But guess what? The things that God gave as a gift wouldn't have been used. Say this with me. I leave no gift behind. I leave no gift behind. Say it again. Say, I leave no gift behind. I leave no gift behind. Say, lives are dependent on these gifts. Lives are dependent on these gifts. 
companies are depending on these gifts. Hey, church, talk to me. Say nations are depending on these gifts. Say it with me. Say businesses are depending on these gifts. I leave no gifts behind. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Imagine by a word of wisdom, word of knowledge, you save a company from collapse next day. There's, a, there's an investment they would have done, and they better listen to you. <laughs> because in this case, they didn't listen to Paul. Paul said, I, I, I told you, people didn't hack into me. That was the scripture we read. The canal man, and you mustn't be a canal person. The canal man cannot receive the things of the Spirit. You know what canality is? The only things we can eat, things we can wear, things we can put on our hair, canality. If it's not food, if it's not what we can wear, if it is not what we can, no, 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 no. I just happen to be in front, no, no. It's you, I should, it's actually her that I should be standing in front of. If it is not food. <laughs> Do you understand? Canality, if it is not, that's, I told you last week that the only reason why you want to travel to the UK is that you don't want your visa to expire and you've not used it. There's no checking with the Spirit. What would the Spirit have us do? <laughs> and this is not a bonded message. Are you getting what I'm saying? Then you now get on the plane. The plane is now doing poom. You now say, oh Lord, if you save me this once, how many of how many you has it happened to? How many of you has it happened to? If you save me this one, I will obey you. I will obey you. Because sometimes, somehow in your heart, you are getting the nudge. For some of you, it was your pastor that told you, don't go. <laughs> somehow you are getting the nudge. But you say, ah, this ticket, I can have to use it. It must not waste. You don't realize that the one who provided that opportunity has a thousand more. The earth is the Lord's. The nation, the nation, the nation you won't enter into, I've not seen, it hasn't been created. So relax. Let me tell you, hey, thank you, precious Holy Spirit. Pray in the Holy Ghost for a bit. I want to say something. Just pray in the Holy Ghost for a bit. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. Now listen to me. There are times in your life where your seeming being in one place, your seeming stagnation, you are making more progress than people who are running fast. I'm not saying this to console you. I'm saying this by the Spirit. Sometimes your seeming stagnation, you are making more speed than people who are. I get what I'm saying. Because now you are gathering momentum when you move. <laughs> Brothers and sisters, when you move, they won't see your back. And I'm saying this by the Spirit. Somebody here needed to hear that. Jesus was on a mountain, sweetheart, praying for nine hours. You understand what I'm saying? Nine hours in one place. Just let them get the better. There are some of you, eh? Now nobody. Yeah, me, oh. Yeah, me. Some of you. Let me tell you, some of you, eh, you are looking for visibility too fast. Mm. Me, I'm talking by the Spirit. Yes, to be known, to be known, to be known. Okay. Eh? Then they now know you now. Only one thing, you have disappeared. One thing, you have disappeared. 
I want to be known. I want to be known. Right now, that nobody knows you. Write your best songs now. Write your books now. Write your scripts now. Write. Are you getting what I'm saying? Stop looking for notoriety. Write it now. This is the best time for you to for you to envision those dreams and those visions. Get it into your spirit. For when the turbulent winds will come, you have something to keep you going. Nobody knows you. It's the time to think your best thoughts. Now. <laughs> because surely as the Lord lives, spotlight is on you. You see, as spotlight comes on you, substance will come out of you. The power of God is in this meeting. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. Stop saying they've gone ahead. They've gone ahead. They've left you. Says the Spirit. For you have no mates. <laughs> you have no mates. You have no mates. You have no mates. My mates. My mates. My mates. My mates. No, you have no mates. Too. The power of God is resting mightily. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. 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 I hear in my heart wisdom. Wisdom is coming out of you. Wisdom. The power of God is resting mighty. Wisdom like never before. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. 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 The glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. For thus says the Lord, the things that are impossible with men are possible with God. The things that are impossible with men are possible with God. The things that are impossible with men are possible with God. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. 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 Jesus. <laughs> Glory to God. What a life. What a life we have received. Sit down if you can. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. For I have placed you by the rivers of water, says the Spirit of the living God. And you do not experience dryness, for your leaves are always green, says the Spirit of the living God. Your thoughts are always fresh, says the Spirit of the living God. I have placed you in living waters. Thank you, precious Holy Ghost. 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 Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
Say, I have, I have. Say it again. Say, I have, I have. Say it again. Say, I have, I have, I have, I have. Glory to God. Hey, the power of God is here. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Great grace is made available. Amen. Hallelujah. Great grace is made available. Amen. Amen. Great grace is made available. Amen. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. Glory to God forever. Woo! Glory to God. Say this with me. I walk miracles. I have the gifts of the Spirit. Because love walked here. Love lives in me. My eyes are open to love. My ears are open to love. My heart is open to love. Hallelujah. Love loves me. <laughs> Woo! Glory to God. Say this with me. I see. I hear. I know. I am led. Glory to God. The power of God is upon us. The Spirit of the Lord is upon us. Great things are spoken of us. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. Every life that you're meant to meet and reach, you are reaching them. Every business that you're meant to reach, you are reaching them. Every industry that you are meant to reach, you are reaching them. Every industry that you're meant to reach, you are reaching them. You have all it takes. 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 Your voices, your voices are amplified by the spirit of the living God. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. You're reaching them and they are hearing you. And they obey you. They obey you. They obey you. Say this with me. I'm not ordinary. Say it again. Say I'm not ordinary. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Minister to the Lord right now. Everybody, just minister to the Lord. Minister to the Lord. Minister to the Lord. Everybody. Minister to the Lord. Minister to the Lord. Minister to the Lord. I've got the gifts of the Spirit. I've got the gifts of the Holy Ghost. I've got the gifts of the Holy Ghost. I have, I have, I have. The Holy Ghost lives in me. Oh, Kebradi. Mande doskila, liga baste, lemo gosto la ma, andra diga sitepe, zopela kanstos, andre digepele, mondro gobo shota katanio, on sita bandiada, lange de koskila barli, lega batre gis, bronsto la kastis, brele, 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 
Varagis de la Kiastos, Velagis de la Kiastos, Mante Copaya, Lagabadadigas, Lagabandragas, Sigobas de la Segebareto, Segebaroste, Segebaroste, Segebaroste. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The Lord has this for somebody. And the Lord says to tell you, stop relying on the wisdom of men. Stop relying on the abilities of men. Stop trying to make your own way. This person I'm talking to is in business. Stop trying to, re to rely on your own logic. The Spirit of the Lord says to tell you, I desire to help you. And now I am helping you. I'm helping you. Now your results in six months will outweigh what you've been doing for six years. For my grace is upon you. And I am helping you. You will hear a voice saying this is the way to go. And as you obey, you will see a flood. <laughs> you will see a flood. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. I hear in my heart tangibles. You're moving from the intangible to the tangible. And listen to me. It has something to do with something you've probably been oh thank you precious holy ghost something you've probably been pursuing for a bit and you have not yet seen any tangible results and the lord says from this moment you're going to begin to see tangible manifestations of results tangibles 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 thank you spirit of the living god Thank you, Lord. You see, the victory of Jesus is all over everyone. The victory of Jesus. Hallelujah. Lift up your hands. Minister to the Lord. I just give you another two minutes. Just minister to the Lord. Thank you for engaging yourself in this episode. We trust that your life has been beautified. If you'd like to share what Jesus is doing in your life through this ministry, Please write to us at hello.blueprintstories.org. You can visit our website at www.blueprintstories.org. You can also follow us on Facebook at The Blueprint Church and on Instagram at The Blueprint Church. Cheers.